Hi, welcome back to Residents of Persephone Park. We're here with a bonus episode. I am Angela, the creator and also the voice of Alina. I'm here today with Sarah, who plays Dog. Hello, hello. And Vita, who plays our narrator. Hello. Although if you've been watching or I guess listening to the podcast, you should know my real name. <laughs> yes, Mirai. <laughs> today we're going to talk about all kinds of things, obviously about our show, Persephone Park, and also about writing and what we've been doing right now since we're on break until season two starts. Since this is Baby's first podcast, all of our cast are actually friends and friends of friends. So thank you to all of y'all who already owned microphones because that was a <laughs> a stroke of luck that I had this many friends with microphones. <laughs> yep. Millennials, we love we love the sound of our own voices. No, actually, the younger gen also has nice mics. <laughs> mm. But there was like a fun tweet, I think, how like podcasting is now the new like having a band in your parents' garage because like every, everyone's doing it now. <gasps> it's so true. Yeah. yeah. Podcast is, is definitely because it's something you do with friends, mm. right? Yeah, that's what makes it <laughs> and fun. And like streaming is the new, I don't even know, having a stand-up show, <laughs> stand-up comedy show in a bar that no one goes to. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. People might drop by. Mm, that's true. Yeah, but that's why everyone has expensive microphones nowadays. Well, I mean, yeah. if you use it a lot, I think it's worth the splurge. Another thing is, though, that like when I started, because originally Angela and I worked on a podcast together called The Cine Analyst, which was scripted, and Angela did all the editing because I'm useless, uh, and I'm okay with that. You wrote the whole thing. Um, what are you talking but, about? But, you know, it actually got me... What? <laughs> You're magic. You're magic. It made it, you made it sound so much better. And that show, by the way, if you want to find it, is around. It's just on hiatus because I got tired. It was a lot of work. But... It actually ended up getting me the job I have today because I having podcast experience, thank you, thank you, having podcast experience actually was a benefit for my employer because they had a podcast at the time and I ended up being a featured voice on that show as part of like their extra episodes. It was called Base Pairs. It was the Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory podcast. And in the extra episodes, they brought me on as the pop culture expert and I would talk about science ideas in film and television. And, you know, and that actually worked out really well. People seemed to really like it. So just saying, you know, having the band in your parents' garage could get you a gig and, you know, having a podcast could get you a job. You never know. Yes. Gotta have faith. That's true. That sounds really cool, too. But I mean, you do have the expertise behind the podcast, you know? Mm. People who just do podcasts without, like, it's like, it's just our personalities. It's like, well, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> Too true. Too mm. true. Yeah. Mm. But Sarah, Sarah is our resident comic TV pop culture uh, expert. So we refer to her. <laughs> yes, I am the, as the technical term is, super nerd. Mm-hmm. TM, certified. <laughs> <laughs> Got my master's in it and everything, baby. So both Sarah and Vita have been in the podcast world realm, kind of. We've all done non-scripted podcasts, so I figured we can start off with that. Sarah, you said you mentioned before you're currently working on what kind of projects? So right now, I work also for a small-time site called The Outer Haven. Check us out at theouterhaven.net. And I am the host of Enter the Spoiler Cast, where we talk about TV and films. We're going to do an episode actually very soon about the first two episodes of Loki. I'm also co-host of War of Infinite Panels, which is about comics, news, and reviews. And I also am on a new show called Pitching Pilots, which is about pitching pilots to each other that we haven't seen. Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds really cute. Yeah. (laughs) Vida, you have been a guest on a podcast, is that correct? (laughs) Yes, one podcast, which was mostly just as a, I don't know if you would call me a resident idol expert fan, but they asked for my expertise and I gave that. Still counts. (laughs) Um, But most of the bulk of my uh, experience comes just from streaming. Streaming on Twitch and streaming as a VTuber. Oh yeah, so speaking of other audio projects, can you tell us what being a VTuber is like? (laughs) Um, Basically, it's like playing games in the most entertaining way possible to a community. (laughs) While also, I guess it depends on um, how much 
people want to create their character. For me personally, uh, my character is very, very similar to myself because I didn't want to like act out a personality that wasn't like authentic to myself. So my character Virati or Vira um, is just a cute little fairy girl who is basically me on the inside all day anyway. <laughs> and that's why I also love mythical creatures like in this podcast. Yeah. Because I just get to randomly drop fairy lore on them. <laughs> <laughs> we have done one fairy episode, but that was on specifically Western African mm-hmm. fairies. So we got to dig more. Yes, I was going to mention <laughs> that that was my favorite episode, but I was also slightly disappointed because <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the cutesy fairy. It is. So. Yeah, we got to go. Well, I don't think I'll ever do cutesy fairy stuff. It's more going to be like, hey, <laughs> guys, not that kind fairies of are kind of dangerous. I, I mean, well, my fa- cutesy fairy stuff also involves like pranking people, turning them into toads, making them, you know, drink fairy wine and dance all night until they die. Uh. And coming out of our fairy portal like with 100 years older. So it's. Not all cutesy, it's just it looks cutesy. It's <laughs> disarming, it's charming. It's very midsummer. Mm-hmm. That's how we mm-hmm. lure you in. As I always say, Faye are chaotic neutral. <laughs> oh, for sure. Even with the Sealy and Unsealy court, like people paint them as like black and white, but that's so wrong. They're, they're all a little chaotic on mm. the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Mischievous. Mm. My CLE court is basically, I will not hate you or kill you on sight. <laughs> <laughs> I will play with you first. And whether or not you are rude to me determines your fate. <laughs> That's honestly the best thing a human can ask for if they are in this scenario. It's like, yeah, well, I'll play. Just, you know, don't kill me. And maybe I can go home one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be an asshole. Sarah, did you have a creature that you wanted to see on this podcast or hoping to see? Oh, man. Well, okay. Here's the thing. So Vita is in the realm of the cutesy and the sweet and that looks dangerous. Like, that is dangerous on the outside. Oh, no. I'm... <laughs> I know what's coming. I am a horror person <laughs> where it's like... Yes, Sarah's our resident yeah, horror Yeah, I am fan. like, ah, oh, you know, why look cute and disarming? You could just scare the fucking shit out of people. <laughs> I know that in season two, we might be seeing a different side of the park. And it would be cool to see some horror people. I will say culturally from my background, my family's from Spain and we have our own and and Spanish language lore, like, you know, La Chupacabra and La Llorona, like that's a big thing. But where I grew up, um, because those are both Latin American monsters, where I grew up in Spain, the big thing was El Hombre del Saco. And this is this grotesque, terrifying monster man. Um, and the name translates to the man with the bag or the man oh, with the sack. Okay. And what he does is he goes to bad children's houses and he takes them in his bag and then takes them to a cave where they die because they were bad. So oh, man. I remember seeing a picture, like an artist rendition of it when I was a kid and it always really stuck with me. So I'm just saying, you know, if we want to see a very scary blue skinned man tromping through the park with a sack full of screaming people. Oh my God. Uh, uh, for the Halloween episode, maybe I don't know. I would, uh, I would be here to comment. Uh, oh my yeah. gosh, we would have to save the children. <laughs> have to save the children. It's a spooky. But then you open the bag and there's nothing in there. It's just like it's just just the screams of past victims or something. We, oh. we don't have to endanger real children, <laughs> or we can. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Do we want to go uh. down that route? Yeah, Sarah's just reminding me of <laughs> a lot of childhood yeah. trauma. Childhood trauma. <laughs> you know, like, like wa- we watched a few episodes of the X Files, and that already mm. scared me as a that kid. And then, uh, and then actually, Angela scared me recently by watching <laughs> the Irregular. Oh no! <laughs> on Netflix, because it's kind of like the same thing. It's like weird, creepy yeah. tooth fairy that actually stole yeah. your teeth. Or like the guy that like commanded crows. Those are mythical. Yeah, uh, I don't know powers in their mm-hmm. own rights. No, it's true. I love the lore in that show, but the actual plot. Vita, I don't know if you ever want to continue watching it, but it's <laughs> the actual plot is a little sad. 
So I was like, oh, it no. should have just been an anthology of like these kids finding new lore. That would have been so much better, but yeah. alas. <laughs> Unless that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> no, but I'm definitely of like, I'm not saying that we should see Slenderman or anything. Um, though, hey, you know what? <laughs> Mothman. Mothman's a thing. We could always. Oh, I mean, he was mentioned, True. but he was I mentioned. don't think he talks, We could see him cute so. cryptids. He can be fuzzy and soft, but also Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. Oh, man. I don't know how I would react if I actually saw Mothman. Because he's supposed to be, like, really big and yeah. more like, no. almost like Batman. He's supposed Mothman? to be, he's supposed yeah. to be like, like, what, eight, nine feet tall, glowing red eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would still be like, yep. fuzzy boy. <laughs> no, Sarah, you're the only person who laughs at horror <laughs> in the face. But to be fair, I don't think he's ever killed anybody. No. So... It could be no, a really nice true. guy. Yeah, he just follows cars. It's it's fine. He just <laughs> listen. It's 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 cryptids or nothing. All right, like yeet me from this life. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you know, like the Disney ride with the Yeti on it. The Yeti's shadow scared me. <laughs> <laughs> the Yeti is coming, Vita. So, uh, <laughs> coming for you. This is this is. I, I, I'm I'm afraid of the day my character actually gets into the nitty gritty of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna hear some real life uh, reactions <laughs> from me screaming. I was gonna say it actually encapsulates our characters pretty perfectly. It'll just be like <laughs> me and I just being like, oh god, oh god, yes. oh god, dog being like, ah uh, yes. This thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, my sass is going to be a defense mechanism. <laughs> sass attack, let's go. <laughs> so Sarah's actually been helping me with some of the writing. She helped look over season one, and now she's officially on board for season two, going more into depth with the editing. And she actually uh, brought up some good ideas for mm-hmm. the narrator, Vita. So you might you might that screaming might actually <laughs> come sooner than you think well, I, I am excited <laughs> for my character to be more involved she's just kind of like uh, i'm bored i got some time to kill to being like when does the next episode come out except i have the tapes in front of me <laughs> don't question the framing device yeah hey she's a college student she has a social life mm-hmm. like uh, like college students I thought you were going to say, like, oh, does. she has homework. And I'm like, we didn't do any homework in college. Don't even lie to me. Oh, shoot. Yeah, homework. That's the thing. <laughs> finals. She had fi- that. She was. She, she had on, her finals. Summer, she was on summer vacation, though. She started summer vacation. <laughs> Which yeah. is why now she can go off on her actual adventure now to find her brother. Yep. And be like, hey, mm-hmm. and listen to these random tapes, please. Yeah, I feel really bad for her personally because of her family. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, her family's a little bit of a mess, but it's, it's fine. They'll yeah. they'll grow. You you can't um you really can't fault her, her attitude. <laughs> nope. Just like trying her best. Her one brother's missing. The other one has a dog that talks and is an alien. And it's clueless, like, it's a hard life, man. She's probably pretty proud of being as normie as possible. I mean, I don't know. I want a talking dog. I mean, you are the talking dog. I know I am the talking dog, but can I have a talking dog, too? Like, Just be the talking you know, dog be, you want to see be, in the world. Be who you want to be, Sarah. Be the talking... I need that on a sticker for my car. Uh, be the talking dog you want to see in the world. And then it'll be like, watch Frostafina Park, the podcast. <laughs> oh, hey. Yep. There we go. Merchandise coming soon. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, the more I wrote this, the more I was like, is this Scooby-Doo? Hmm. Possibly. Mm. Next talking point. Is this Scooby-Doo? Discuss in the comments. Rut <laughs> <laughs> row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man thank god sarah didn't have to do all the r's <laughs> yeah that would be a pain uh i also didn't get to bark for real which made me sex i i do a pretty okay dog bark i oh, think really <laughs> oh really oh can we hear sure <clears throat> oh that's a cute yappy oh one. i yep. do a cute that meow. is a cute yappy <laughs> one 
Thank you. All right, go for it, Vita, in case you turn into a cat. <laughs> oh, that is a nice... That's a nice fully... Okay. Oh, that's good. So, Damn. Clearly, I shouldn't have spent money so. on special effects for animals. You guys are hired for yeah, the no. rest of the series. Yes. Uh, we are voice actors on our exactly. resume. Oh, yeah. You didn't ask me if I could do barks. You just assumed I couldn't, but I can. Well, it's more like I already paid for it. So it was like I had to use it. A little bit cuter than our Cerberus. True. Cerberus, well, Cerberus would be like, Oh man, oh. that's like a bass tone doggy. Yeah, you know we have more dogs coming up in season two, so yep. I'm gonna keep you in mind, Sarah, as if you're going anywhere. All right, <laughs> thank you. I mean, I gotta learn how to do the Shiva scream, right? Because the Shivas don't bark; they scream. They do like. Aah! I've only met oh, one Shiva, and they didn't talk, so I have no idea. Yeah, they are pretty grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, and this is for all the listeners, like, look up Shiba Inu Scream, and it just it's just hilarious. It's just the funniest, funniest videos. Just I, There's one where, like, a Shiba Inu is getting its nails clipped at, like, a salon, oh. and every time the, the person picks up its paws, it's like, ah! You're like, oh my god. I have seen that one. Okay, you're right. You're right. They scream. Yeah, Shiva scream. Yeah. Um, but you know, I can. I'll. Vita and I are professionals. We can make it work. We go. We can learn for whatever <laughs> part you need us to learn for. <laughs> true. My calling. My calling in life to be a real cat. That's also my 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 catchphrase. Be the cat you want to see in the world. <laughs> Knock things off shelves, Vita. Just wha. Yes, sit in inconvenient places, mm-hmm. take naps on people's keyboards. Bap them in the face while they sleep. Mm-hmm. I got it all down. <laughs> well, this could be a good time to talk about writing, because you guys are both also writers. Mm-hmm. Sarah, you've been submitting to a couple of things. You want to talk about what you've been writing? Sure. I've just sort of been in the panini depression, as we call it now. So I've just been sort of putting things out there. I have a story on The Daily Drunk. I have a story in the comedy website Points in Case. I'm going to get published very soon in the Women in Commerce Collective debut magazine. And, you know, I've just been submitting submitting everywhere. I've been doing comedy. I've been doing short stories. I've been doing horror stuff. Poetry also. So, you know, just... Uh, and I also I write for TheOuterHaven.net with little news pieces and also Off the Shelf, which is Simon & Schuster's literary blog, so come check me out there as well. Mm, That's busy. Oh yeah, and congratulations for all your stuff uh, getting in lately. I keep seeing notifications and I'm like, yay, go Sarah. Yay, thank you, thank you. I so appreciate (laughs) your guys' support. Mm -hmm. Vita, I know you've been writing... Fan fiction, right? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know yeah. if that really counts as any it experience. Does. It totally counts. does. It I totally guess. does. Not very actively, I feel. Mostly just like, oh, um, fluff on the side, you know. <laughs> Sweet fluff. Well, who are, who is your uh, who's your fandoms? Mm, most of the stuff I actually wrote was like our own. Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> They're also like... Oh, I saw mm, you play that. Because like somebody, one of my friends will like talk about an AU and I'll be like, oh, I'll write that for you. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Mm. Or it'll be like... I know fandoms have a lot of like popular... Um, what do you call it? It's like Secret Santas. So like mm-hmm. you basically get oh, paired yeah, exchanges. with... Yeah, you get paired with a random person um, and you can like write or draw for them based on what they like, which is what I did, I guess, for a Grand Blue Fantasy. I mean, listen, you've been getting requests, so that means you're actually doing something right. <laughs> eh, I don't know. It's more like a hobby thing mm-hmm. on the side. I'm just kind of like, I could do this, or I could just do something easier, which happens to be streaming right now. <laughs> Literally, it's like, you don't need to prepare anything. You don't need to script. You kind of just like start recording and then see who, pe- who turns up. And most of the time, I'm, like, trying to play the game, and people are, like, just want to talk to me. And I'm like, okay, if you want to talk to me, I'll just pause and talk to you. Too popular. <laughs> I guess that's one of the pros of being non-scripted is that you can easily change the direction of your show. But mm-hmm. I, I just, I need words in front of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
it's easier if you have um if it's easier if you have like a, a lot of people to talk to so like it's you kind of gauge it based on like what they're into right and then sometimes i like only plan to stream like two hours and it gets like four hours or something late into the night oh my goodness <laughs> but you guys can play video games with me on stream sometime if you want it's really fun <laughs> oh i am so useless at that kind of stuff Same. i would like i will happily <laughs> people people will watch like party games they'll watch like literally you know one of the most popular stuff right now people just do clubhouse games it's like playing checkers and like really like connect four and like yeah because like you can chat a lot during it right oh i see um, mm -hmm. and the the game doesn't overtake your personality because that's what they like watching when you have friends over you want you want to see like how people interact and people share funny stories I, I'm not good enough at gaming to do entire, like, let's plays, you know? <laughs> so people aren't really coming mm. for my expertise at FPSs. <laughs> mm, I have a lot of sad anecdotes from those attempts. <laughs> rough. FPSs are hard because, like, aiming and then shooting is a whole thing. Like, I can only... Mm -hmm. I will say my only one video game skill, and I've only got the one, is that whenever we're playing a scary game, because of course you knew we were coming back to oh, that. No. Um, when my friend is screaming. <laughs> <It's> phasmophobia, <laughs> isn't it? No, I mean, well, actually, I do really like phasmophobia, but whenever we're playing something like Resident Evil or Silent Hill or, you know, Left 4 Dead, they're like, they'll be freaking out. I'll be like, hand me the controller, and I will just wipe the whole thing out for them, and I'm like, okay, here you go. I don't wanna keep playing. It's, it's true. It's true. Oh my god. I just, I just like drop the controller at that point and <laughs> just scream. Yeah. It's rough. It's it's mm -hmm. it's hard. So what we're saying is that we need Sarah with us if we ever play a horror mm -hmm. game. <laughs> exactly. I have I have a few that she could handle really well. Yep. <laughs> and I can't. But I could tell her like the control. Yep. I'll be your pitch hitter. I'll be like, I'll handle the spooky stuff and then the in-between stuff you do and then I'll just handle the spooky stuff when it comes up again. Mm -hmm. I, I'm there for the uh, the sound bites, you know, mm. the, the screams, <laughs> the reactions. Sarah's there for the ma maniacal laughter as she shoots down, like, armies of zombies and yep. stuff like that. You just see me like, <laughs> come to me, armies! <laughs> and everyone's just like, why? Why, scary nightmare child, go away! <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Oh, my God. I just, I just like, drop the controller at that point and just scream yep it's rough it's 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 mm. hard so back to the podcast <laughs> yes yes the podcast vita actually brought up an interesting point when i was writing slash casting was does this podcast pass the bechdel test yes and i realized technically it doesn't mm -hmm. So like, because <laughs> Mirai and Alina are the only human girls, but they're not actually talking to each other. So it's just like, uh oh. <laughs> I mean, when I first noticed this, it was because um, I was auditioning, right? And I looked at the cast list and I was like, wait a second, like most of these aren't female. I can't even audition for them. So do like let alone are there enough females in the cast and do the females talk to each other and when i called alina it was technically to talk about her tapes but it was to talk about my brother who had given me the tapes <laughs> but it's not romantic <laughs> it isn't romantic too mm -hmm. it is about a man yes sadly i will say the bechdel test does not in in make inclusions for non-binary people where drew is non-binary right mm -hmm. so yeah. you know and also listen i get that dog is not a human lady but you know she has a name her name is dog <laughs> and uh, she has conversations with the others about monsters and stuff oh yeah i was gonna say does does monster uh count because the coppa <laughs> mm, yeah also female it was ironically because i only cast in with friends like, I did originally was like, oh, yeah, I don't know why I gender-coded the creatures. Um, actually, did I gender-code a creature? I don't know. I might have <laughs> gender-coded the creatures to be more masculine. So I was just like, yeah, get, let's get some dudes on here. And then I realized I don't have any dude friends. So <laughs> first issue. <laughs> <laughs> At least not ones with nice mics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, but also... 
I remember during the original casting call, Dog was a was a boy character, and I was like, well, I don't really care. It's an alien. Like, I do what I want, and I, I auditioned for it anyway. It's true. Aliens don't have gender. They oh, you know, might. They might have gender. <laughs> they might just not have human gender. <laughs> that is also true. They don't have our concept mm-hmm. of gender. Hmm. Then how was the directing, Ben? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Vita, fun fact, Vita didn't see any of my directing because she just recorded the audio all by herself and no. sent it to me. <laughs> but that's... I, <laughs> I kind of appreciate that. Okay, so the reason why... I Okay, I am a very lax director. Like, Sarah asked me all these questions, and I was kind of just mm-hmm. like, eh, you, I have full faith. <laughs> that you know what you're doing and that's kind of why i I specifically casted y'all because i have full faith that you all know what you're doing and i just want to record together so i know for a fact that you are recording and submitting your your deadlines in time So that is how I direct. No, I feel it. I remember reading the first run of the season one scripts and being like, oh, you should might be putting some direction in here about like what people should sound like or like what, you know, like giving a little bit. And you were like, oh, right. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and then like, I, yeah, I think I think I'm like, I think in our first our first rehearsal, I was like, oh, do you want me to sound more like like this? like that should mm-hmm. i do an accent what do you think and mm-hmm. you're you're like um <laughs> well and then you know like we thought it through a little bit but i was very like i was like how do you want this to sound because it's an alien and i have no and you're just like just your regular voice is fine it's fine a little formal just oh, that's fine. True. Like, i wanted oh, dog okay. to be formal at first <laughs> and then now it's like she's kind of spoiled <laughs> <laughs> I still try to put some of that, like, formality into sort of the way that she speaks in the terms of, like, oh, yes, look, there is this. And, like, oh, over there. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can, you know, I try to mm-hmm. I try to shatner it up a little bit. Honestly, my impression of, like, all, like, aliens that speak English has come from Starfire yeah. from Teen Titans, <laughs> you know? Like, she knows the concept of our, our like, language. She knows either the grammar too well or mm-hmm. not well at all <laughs> <laughs> and that's like that stilted alien speech but yeah um i did not get to record with anyone else because i'm the narrator and i don't get to talk to anyone <laughs> so i was curious about how the directing worked and it turns out there was not much directing nope. at all <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because i actually like um, when I directed, I, we did like, um, when we did masquerade entries uh, at conventions, right? We had like voiceover and stuff for our skits. I have like such strict directing in comparison. <laughs> I will literally be like, um, no, I want like this line to sound like this or this. And, and I'll like, I'll even like record myself saying it so they get the idea of exactly the intonation I want. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I guess it depends because, like, when you write the lines, you for you, I feel like you write it more as like a guideline of how you think the character should say it. But you kind of let the people express it right. however you want, which is kind of how I get away with some ad libs. <laughs> mm, yeah, and I mean, like, I wouldn't have casted y'all if I didn't think you were a good fit for this character. Like, I'll just say it out there. You guys are... When I listen back on it, so there would be some lines I would be like, oh, but I wish they, like, expressed it this way. <laughs> I mean, I'll help you direct. <laughs> you have to You have to join our recording sessions. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could. But the narrator only talked to, like, two people so far. I know. Yeah. Don't mm. worry. You're talking to more soon. Yay. I will say listening to the episodes, I think, like, you did a really good job sort of making everything match up. Because, like, when Mm -hmm. you're recording it, I mean, we're recording it live and in order and chronological, like, the way that the script is laid out. So it's not like a movie where you're shooting scenes at random. Um, So you know how the story's going to go. But with the music and the way everything gets sort of blended in together, like, I think, like, you really made it work. And I think it sounds, especially, like, as the characters sort of come into themselves, like, I think it definitely sounds Mm. really good. Yeah, I liked, I like watching, I mean... Since I don't actually know what goes mm. on in the episodes, I, like, gotta go back and actually listen to it, right? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Like, she added a lot more, like, atmospheric effects here and, like, more pauses here than the script 
says. <laughs> yeah, I added. Which is nice. Yeah, it's interesting to. Because my thought process does change when I'm editing. Because when I record it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this sounds great. We're going to, like, you know, leave it as is. Yada, yada, yada. And then, like, I add the, the music and sound effects. I'm just like, wait, hold up. There should be, like you say, like a longer pause here or like a, a sound effect that changes the mood into a different direction or something like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, because some like honestly, editing is pretty boring. But every now and then something sparks and just like, oh, man, th- like this would be super cool if I add this sound effect here or something like that. And like that really <laughs> saves mm. my time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I completely forgot to mention this earlier, but um, I have been, I was at a voice acting workshop once at a convention, which is how I got a lot of my voice acting experience. It was with a few popular, like, English voice actors that voice acted, for example, like, Brock and Pokemon and, like, other, like, pretty popular um, anime dubs and cartoons and stuff. And, like, they made us go through several rounds because it was, like, a competition, but also they were teaching us and they gave us scripts and stuff like that. So like when I when I was like listening to it back, I was also like, oh, this is like I like the additions of the effects and the sounds because that really brings it mm-hmm. together. I think for the script, maybe add sound effects or like parts where like when you add like the emotion, like you can be like like he's scared right now, right? But like you have to as the voice actor, you have to like add those like realistic sound mm-hmm. effects and make it sound like you're scared. And they're not just words all the time, right? It's not like I'm scared. It's like. Ah. And stuff like that, right? So, like, that's kind of also what brings... <laughs> that's what brings, like, like a, a story together, you know? Like, those little human moments that aren't, like, necessarily script. Or alien. Or mm. alien moments. Mm-hmm. Because, like, one script they gave me was, like, I was, like, on top of a really high mountain, right? Mm. And, like, so they were, like, you know, even if it's not written in the strict script, you should make, like, really nervous noises and stuff like that. Because that's what somebody would react. <laughs> right, right, right. Like they would unconsciously be like whimpering or, mm-hmm. yeah, or like exactly. maybe their teeth are chattering from mm-hmm. like the cold. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, there's like, like yeah. sound effects that's that, very true. that like we as the voice actors can make and not just like everything that's covered by sound effects, right? That's something we can try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just food for thought. Yeah, for season mm. two. <laughs> Bigger, better, bolder, baby. Yes, go big or go home. Or go to the park. I mean, you know, either way. All right. Uh, I don't know about the park. <gasps> I think I'd rather go home. <laughs> <laughs> there are dangerous creatures afoot. Leave the park, unless the park is your house. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, there are creatures who live there. <laughs> oh, speaking from the dog's perspective, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, dog lives at home as now. So, you know, she's getting, she's getting the pampered life, you know, indoor plumbing, whatnot. She's kind of a happy parasite, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. Listen, gotta uh, get my kibble. Oh, you know. Hold, okay, hold up. No, no, no. You know that this family is feeding you, like, legit human food. <laughs> There's No, the prize oh, Shiba Inu is not getting oh, kibble. Hold up. Even better. <laughs> You're getting rice and chicken and carrots. Mm, <laughs> yes. Give me the chicken. <laughs> That's chill. That's also kind of the life of the Japanese dogs, to be honest. <laughs> Get treated mm-hmm. like little humans. Aww. That reminds me, like the podcast doesn't, it has like, quote unquote, some scarier creatures, but not like, really? It's more like, it's more like the lore, right? And like, they don't get mm. into the super spooky, like, scenarios or something. I guess like the worst case scenarios. But like, I guess, like, because of zombies and, like, mummies and, like, all the stuff that I'm scared of, basically, are all, could all potentially be in the park. <laughs> no comment. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, my litany of things I'm afraid of is, is really We need a long. monster mash. Ooh, we need a monster true. mash episode. If only for Sarah's you. sake. Sarah has to star in it. The dog is going to take the lead. Every human's going to be terrified and the dog's going to be like, what are you talking about? I'm way scarier than them. <laughs> You, you should be like, you want to see? Ah, and then like giant alien. i do it. i do it. Exactly. Dog is like, this isn't even my true form. <laughs> I'll show you my final form. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta make it happen now. Gotta that make it Angela, you know. Fun- <laughs> oh, I mean, hey, we're recording this, right? Mm-hmm. This could be, yeah, this will be the Halloween one off. Sure. Yeah. 
the Halloween one. Everyone awful. will wake up and be like, be like, was this a dream? <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Halloween is like. Halloween would be like all those spooky spirits are at their the height of their power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'd be all out. Yep. You could make it as like a bonus episode, Dog's Halloween Adventure. <laughs> oh, that sounds so cute, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... It's, well, it'll be like a haunted house mystery thriller sort of thing. <laughs> it, actually, you know what? It could be kind of like phasmophobia, you know? We don't know what we're dealing with. Mm. yep you gotta narrow it down Mm -hmm. and then they figure it out and dog's like oh hey that i used to play bridge with that guy (laughs) cool what's up steven and he'll be like he'll be like eldritch horror noises and you'll be like ah i see the kids have been giving you some (laughs) trouble huh you'll be like no yeah no it's steven I, i get it man i get it it's been real hard but you you know gotta chill man you gotta remember what your therapist said <laughs> deep breath man that's true they could they could leave the park and go to therapy anytime they want <laughs> technically oh my god cthulhu in therapy sessions sometimes i feel like are my depths really deep and dark am i just faking it <laughs> side podcast am i taken seriously enough <laughs> Although, if, I would be interested. Maybe there's some mythological, like, therapists, you know? Mm, oh like, creatures God. that are known to be good at, like, what people to turn to. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> They'd be like, it's been a thousand years. Oh, I want it, though. Oh. I want to do something new now. I want to revamp myself. Are my tentacles just not True. springy enough anymore? <laughs> How come I don't get any calls back? <laughs> On eldritchdating.com. Oh, man. Too many good ideas. Too many good ideas. This is actually kind of what I wanted to bring up next because for the Patreon, because we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Park, we are offering bonus episodes and I do want this to be a more lax slash possibly more chaotic storyline where whoever is in the cast come together and we kind of almost like a D&D session where we just like go for it and find a creature and who knows what happens. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is loosely based off of an improv game called Word at a Time or Sentence at a Time. I've already thought of a creature of the week. It's a very generic one because I didn't give y'all homework. So we're going to go with a werewolf mm. as the creature of the week. So we're just going to be, you know, it just mm. so happens that Mirai is back from school and is in jersey and preserving a park with us for some reason don't question it <laughs> she's here and we're mm. off on an adventure with alina dog and mirai and we're gonna catch a werewolf or something i don't know about catching a werewolf i don't think yeah we could do that but we're gonna see a werewolf we're gonna see a werewolf i don't know if we can catch a werewolf that'd be pretty impressive <laughs> if we could catch one so i will start us off Okay, so I will get into Alina mode. Um, Creature of the week is a werewolf. Dog, dog, Mirai is here. So. Hey, dog, are you sure this is the right way to where we're supposed to be going? I don't see anything. Well, Lena, according to my super special dog nose, as I believe it is called here on Earth, it smells like the right direction. Um, Alina, so remind me again, uh, can we trust this dog? She's your dog. Of course we can trust her. Haven't you lived with her for like, what, four, four or five years now? Yes, Mirai. When have I ever steered you wrong? Uh, I don't know. Just the fact that your whole life you've you know, impersonated a dog and haven't told us you're kind of like a weird creature that talks to us. But I mean, it wouldn't have been possible for her to leave the park if she didn't change into a dog. Exactly. And Mirai, if you remember all those magical girl shows you made me watch, I thought it would be fun to have a secret identity. Oh my god. It's Carl coming out in front of Alina. Um, just so you know, Alina, I'm way cooler than my brother, so please... Uh, 
just forget what you're doing. <laughs> hey, I'll take Magical Girl shows over. Well, no, hold up. I, if I, I can't. I guess I'm on Team Alien since Dog is an alien. Yes, aliens truly are the best of all. And also, was Sailor Moon not an alien? Sailor Moon is not real. N -n -n Never mind. Anyway, you said this creature we're looking for is real? Yeah, how does that work? If we're looking for a werewolf, doesn't that mean they'd have to be human first? In most popular mythologies, werewolves do originally have a human form and a werewolf form. Though what that werewolf form might look like actually differs, so they might go from human to dog, or they might go from human to dogman, or sometimes they are dogs that are humans in Moonlight. But this one definitely, definitely smells like a human first. Oh man, can you imagine? It's just like, they could have been a werewolf for a thousand years, or they could have been a werewolf since yesterday. Like, oh yeah, Bob down the road there, he's a werewolf now. Gets a little antsy during the full moon. Can you imagine, like, your whole life turning upside down the minute the moon decides to pop up for a night? Eh, well, you know, as a creature that can change its form whenever it wishes, I definitely can see the hazards of being forced to uh, follow a specific schedule of the moon. But if I'm smelling this correctly, I think this one's only 45 years old. Um, that's still an adult man. Should I be worried? You know, we don't exactly have your friend with the bat uh, anymore with us. Yeah, so what is our plan? Because I just realized... We're meeting a werewolf. Oh, I'm just the navigator. I assumed that the two of you would come up with something. You know, this wasn't exactly the first date kind of a scenario I was picturing when I wanted to just get a tour of the park for once. Sorry, my bad. I wanted to see something that I would actually know. I guess werewolf wasn't a good idea. Wait, I think over there. There's definitely a smell coming from over there. Uh, is it just me, or has the, the light gone a little bit fast outside? It's a lot darker than it was earlier. Wasn't it just like 7 o'clock just now? Hmm, it might be the park's properties changing it so that we can actually see this werewolf in its official werewolf form. Do, do werewolves tend to look like a big hulking mass of fur? Because if it does, don't turn your head too quickly to the left. Shoot, dog, what do we do? We freeze for bears, right? But, but hold on, for dog. No, we, we, we freeze for dogs as well, right? So do we just not move? Wait, wait, I think I could talk to it in its language. <clears throat> ow! Ow, ow, ow! Um, are you, are you getting anything from the growls and hisses and snarls it's making back at us? Or should I just slowly inch my way toward the door? Yeah, it doesn't seem that happy to see us. Hmm. He definitely seems to be confused. Hold on. <clears throat> ow, 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 ow. Okay, I told him that if he's looking for the frisbee that smells like pizza, it's three trees that way. And... Oh... Okay, um, you know, he seems to like pizza a lot more than us because he's actually following that direction. Oh, shoot. Should we follow it then? Well, he seems friendly enough. I think his name is Orange. Or is it Owen? My wolf isn't exactly very good. Right. Um, and does he by any chance like eating humans? Or is he okay with us just like following him on his pizza frisbee adventures. I think the better question is, would he turn us into werewolves if we get too close? Mm. Let me go ask him. <clears throat> ow, 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 ow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says that he's not very interested in turning us into werewolves, but he would very much like it if one of you could throw the frisbee for him, please. Um, oh yeah, you might be right. I, I might be pretty, uh, happy to find out that my dog is actually secretly, uh, some mythical beast impersonating a dog and has been, 
I guess, side effect of protecting us all our lives. But also uh, dibs on not throwing the frisbee. I was just going to say, it sounded like you were pandering there for a second, Mirai. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I will get close to the werewolf and throw the frisbee. Uh, <laughs> here, orange? Yeah, take it. Oh, wow. Look at him run. I, I guess werewolves are dogs, after all. Although maybe, maybe the guy is gonna, like, wake up as a 45-year-old in the morning and be completely embarrassed by this whole episode. Yeah, should we tell JD that there's gonna be a human in the morning in this park? Hmm. That is a good question. But if he is a werewolf at heart, and it does seem to be that way, then he probably belongs just as much in the park as anybody else does. Yeah, and uh, if he reeks that badly, I'm not sure he can, you know, jive with human society anymore at this rate. If frisbees make him happy, then let him stay here. But doesn't that mean there's a chance we'll see a naked guy in the park every now and then? Well, as I've come to understand it, humans oftentimes are naked. Maybe not in public, but I have seen many humans out walking around without any clothing on. Oh, look, he's back! Oh, he would like to know if he is a good boy. Okay, uh, yeah. Good boy. Sure slobbered all over that frisbee. Just, just, just set it down over, over there. Yeah, 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 that's good. Um, yeah, five feet away. Mm. I don't know if this is what I imagined a werewolf was going to be like, but I guess since we didn't die, this is a plus? He seems to be a very friendly werewolf, much friendlier than the ones that I encountered years ago in the park. Oh, he's trying to say something. Ah, yes, he is going off to go smell the butts of other dogs. He asked if he could smell mine, but I said no thank you, for we are in polite company, so... Goodbye, Orange! Oh, oh, oh! Okay, hmm. You know what, Alina? I'm not sure you can, uh, sell this kind of content as a series quite as well as your other cool mythical ad adventures. <laughs> I think only people like my brother would be interested in this. That is true, but... Oh, man, can you imagine if June was here? The commotion he'd create of seeing just a werewolf. Yes, he would probably try to outrun it. But he would fail. He would fail very badly. And that's why I'm here and not my brother. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, gang. It's Ta getting really Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da. That's not too bad for a first time. I had fun. Yes, I will add all the sound yes. effects and music. <laughs> And it'll be like a real podcast. Flexing our ad-lib skills. This is, <laughs> this is like acting 101 again in college. Yes. <laughs> acting. We got to ramp up for season two. For all of you who are still listening to us, <laughs> thank you first and foremost. And if you haven't caught up with Residents of Persona Park, well, I don't know why you're listening to this right now, but please go and listen to season one of Residents of Persona Park. Sarah, do you have anything to plug in? Do you have? Are you working on anything in the upcoming future? Uh, well, I mean, I'm always working because I don't know how to relax and chill. <laughs> but you can check out my writing at theouterhaven.net, where I'm working on again War of Infinite Panels, Enter the Spoiler Cast, and Pitch and Pilots. And you can also read some of my stuff on Off the Shelf, which is Simon and Schuster's literary blog. Nice. And Vida, do you have anything you want to plug in? <laughs> Mostly just my Twitch, so it's twitch.tv slash virachi, which is V-I-R-A-C-C-H-I. I stream as a VTuber, do lots of variety games, just chatting. I recently just did a karaoke stream for 300 followers on Twitch, so I do that pretty often as well. And I'm pretty open to people playing with me. I play with viewers. I want to play more with more of my friends if I can get you guys the... Uh, you know, <laughs> awake a little bit later than your normal sleep schedules. <laughs> mm -hmm. But lots of fun times. And then you can also get me to voice act in real time with channel redeem points. 
Oh, fancy. Mm-hmm. My roommate is now vacuuming. So I think that is a, a sign to end things before <laughs> things get too much louder. So as always, I am working on season two of Residence of Persona Park. Hopefully this fall. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll see. <laughs> I got to get my life together. But I promise you all this year, season two will be out. And I hope you'll stick around to listen to it. Thanks for listening to this episode. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Even if we don't have a schedule now, it's like we are still much better than all those video game delays Mm. that keep telling Mm -hmm. you this year. Mm -hmm. And then it's next year. Lies. Preach it. Yeah. I waited Mm -hmm. 15 years for King Marts, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can also add us on all social media and guess what? We'll actually reply. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I'm lonely. Oh, let's do that real quick. All our handles. Go. You can find me at the girl made of jade or girl made of jade. Sometimes it has the the or not. Uh, feel free to talk to me about anime, music, video games, comics, life. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at, at Sarah on Sarah Menendez, which is all one very long name. And I usually just post things that I'm crocheting or fun photos. I'm a really bad Instagrammer, so just don't judge me. Or you can follow me on Twitter at at Sarah Romanen. uh, And there I am more about that comic book, book, TV, film, random opinions that nobody cares about life. So feel free to interact with me there as well. (laughs) And as for me, um, I already plugged my Twitch, but I have a VTuber Twitter as well. That's same thing as up. I have an underscore at the end. So Vera Chi underscore. But if you want to talk to my human self, <laughs> then I have an Instagram, which is V-I-D-A Vita underscore Soy S-O-Y. And I cosplay there and uh, generally post pictures of what food I've eaten most recently. <laughs> nice. And I believe you can find all this on our website, residenceofpersonalpark.com. If you just want to click on the link instead of having to type that all out. So yes, you can come find us there and we'll see you soon. Yeah, let us know if you enjoyed listening to us and let us know if you want a second podcast like this, maybe with other cast members. (laughs) Until next time. Bye everyone. Yay.